Quarter to 11 on Radio Sport. We return now to the story that has uh, swept the globe in the last 24 hours or so. A great pleasure to welcome into the show Eric Pincus. Eric is lead Lakers writer for the Bleacher Report, also a, uh, a broadcaster and radio host. And he joins us now on Radio Sport New Zealand. Thanks for your time, Eric. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing as well as can be expected. It's been a difficult difficult 24 hours in Los Angeles. I bet it has. Can you Can you talk us through... The process that that you and I guess the the community, the basketball community, and in fact the entire Los Angeles community has gone through in the last twenty four hours or so. Uh, well, I would say the first twenty minutes were uh, trying to find a reason why the initial report was wrong, because uh, you know every so often on Twitter and social media, a celebrity dies, and it's a a false report, and it's it's. We wanted that to be true, and and we did our our best to make it true. Um, but unfortunately, it wasn't. And then Kobe and and his daughter finding out that they had both passed, along with all the others who had lost their lives in the flight, uh, it was devastating. At first, we thought that it was just Kobe. It was only five people. Then it grew to it was nine, and and the daughter. And, and uh, it's been. It's been hard. It's been you, you're seeing a lot of um, a lot of grown men cry in Lo, in Los Angeles, and I'm finding you know talking to you and many different people and other programs throughout the world that it, this is not just something that we're feeling here in Los Angeles, but something that's being felt pretty much everywhere. Why do you think that is? Why is this being so widely felt? That's a tough one. I've been asked that, and I've been trying to figure that out. I think on some level, uh, well, for one, we saw Kobe Bryant grow up from 17 when he was drafted to uh, 41 as a retired champion, winning an Oscar, uh, winning gold medals in the Olympics, a family man who is now, in addition to whatever he was doing personally as far as career and trying to do professionally was spending a lot of time with his family, with his daughter and was passing on his knowledge to, you know, supporting the women's game, which is something that's very near and dear to my heart uh, because I have three daughters and, and uh, they all play. Uh, I think that we saw Kobe grow and we were such an intimate part of his life because basketball is a game where you do see the players up close. They're not wearing helmets. Uh, They're on the court. They're very visible. The NBA makes players very accessible. Uh, we saw him grow and fail and succeed and struggle and make horrible mistakes and 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 then redeem himself in a lot of ways. And not to everyone, not everyone except Kobe is redeemed from some of the mistakes he made earlier in his life. Um, but then also, I think why people connect is that everyone has what they have in in talent and ability and skill and it ranges and there are some things that i'm very good at uh others are not and vice versa there are plenty of areas i'm not uh, particularly adept at uh but i know that i have to work hard to take care of my wife my children that they need to take work hard to take care of me and that's part of life is is taking what you have and surviving and thriving as best as you can by grinding it out by working hard but Kobe was blessed with tremendous talents that most of us never dream of, right? That we never had. Yet he still worked harder than all out of us. And many of us, he worked so hard to be that, to not just be good, but to be the 
absolute best. And I think that people relate to that work ethic. They can understand someone working and grinding it out. He was somebody everybody can, I think, relate to. And I think, if anything, at least from my point of view, I think that's why he is so resounding across the world. Because anywhere in the world, life is not a challenge, an easy thing. You maybe some people have it easy, and I'm not, I know I have it easy compared to a lot of people. But I know I have to work very hard, and I think a lot of people relate to that. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe not. Mm, well, I think it's a uh, it's a great insight. Uh, you. Eric had the chance to meet Kobe, interview him many times. Um, we most of us saw him on the basketball court only, and I guess in his in his appearances on TV off the court. What was he like in person? Uh, I mean, Kobe was not that different. Uh, I mean, when you see him on the court, it was a lot of you know uh, aggressive play and, and and all that. But you would see if you took the time to watch his post game interviews and see him at practice interviews and whatnot, he was pretty well close to that person most of the time. He was very thoughtful. Uh, you know, Kobe was about Kobe. You know, he he managed his, his his image well and spent a lot of, you know, a lot of the world revolved around Kobe because he, he did have a, I mean, that was, you know, that was him. He, he did, he had a huge impact on the world. Uh, but I, I, he was great with kids. Like you, you could tell a lot by somebody, how do they treat people uh, who can't give them anything back. Some people will only be extra, give extra attention to somebody for selfish reasons. And I never found that to be Kobe. I, he would always talk after a game, whether he was uh, hitting the game winning shot or whether he was missing the game winning shot. And then they lose the game because he couldn't carry them across. Uh, he, uh, after games, uh, it's not uncommon to have someone, uh, maybe a make-a-wish, which you know, someone in need, uh, someone who's ill or has a terminal disease or something, you know, in their lives that are, uh, and they would just want to meet Kobe. He did more of those than any athlete that I've ever seen at Stable Center. Uh, so I, I always found him to be a kind person. He was not always, you know, there were times where he was more open and times where he was more uh, closed off because he was focused on, on winning and was facing personal challenges on the court, trying to get that championship that, you know, the first one without Shaquille O'Neal, he was, that was a very difficult time until he got that. And then he became more open as a player after that and more open as a person. So it's hard to describe one person and, and in, in words, but I, I found him to be, a fascinating, a fun person, a kind person to be around. Sometimes a difficult person, uh, but never in a cruel way. Just, uh, just finally, um, Eric, and we appreciate your time. Any idea yet how the Lakers will pay tribute uh, officially to the to the passing of Kobe Bryant? Uh, no, uh, it's it's very raw. It's very new. Uh, there hasn't been enough time. They held no practice today. They released some very small statement. Uh, there'll be a game tomorrow. It doesn't sound like there's any intention to cancel it from the league. And so uh, I will be at Staples Center to see Lakers Clippers. Uh, it's an important game in terms of the season, but it, it suddenly doesn't feel quite as important as it in, in and of itself as a game. It, it, it just being there to celebrate and to mourn together, I think that's really what the day will be about. 
Mm. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we feel your pain, and uh, the whole world does. I, I appreciate you taking the time to join us here in New Zealand. Of course. Thanks. Thanks for having me.